Hey. Good morning, JJ. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. The second season of Emmy-nominated children's TV show Anna Droids returns to Amazon on July 2nd. Aimed at children ages 6 through 11, the show focuses on a young female genius and her android assistants and teaches kids about science, engineering, technology, and math from a young age. The show's creator, Emmy-winning children's TV producer J.J. Johnson, is here with me today to share more about the show and the brand new season. Again, thank you for joining me today, J.J. Thanks for having me. Now, on first, Android is now heading into its second season. How does the show differ from other shows, and what are some of the secrets behind the show's success? Uh, loaded question. <laughs> um, I think um, it's, it's, it's different from other shows in a number of ways. Um, I think a lot of uh, kids shows out there are kind of um, a little bit more escapism. I think that they are, you know, if you, if you see some programs, it's, it's about kids being rock stars or they've got millionaire parents or they uh, go to school on a cruise ship. Uh, Androids is, is deliberately trying to introduce some aspirational characters, particularly aspirational uh, in the idea of um, becoming a scientist. So Anne is, is this brilliant budding scientist who loves to uh, experiment and, and um, play with technology. Uh, and so on that level, I think it's, it's introducing a different type of character. Um, also, just the environment that we're in, uh, uh, it's decidedly lower income. Um, so Anne lives in a junkyard uh, in a trailer with her dad across the street. It's, it's a lower income uh, neighborhood uh, where we talk about money being a problem. One of the uh, other kid characters' parents is um, uh, unemployed and looking for work. So there's just this, this kind of reality to it. It's not about uh, being uh, fashionable or popular. It's about uh, curiosity. Uh, which, I, which I think is, is another way that it kind of uh, separates itself. It's also, it's an arc storyline. So each season, um, we watch it as these characters develop. It's live action, so our kid cast are growing up, and it's great to kind of explore concepts with them as they get older. And so the first season was really about establishing the friendships in the show. The second season, um, they're uh, a lot closer. They're dealing with uh, bigger science ideas, and, and it's the introduction of a villain. Uh, we have a, a woman named Ada who runs a robotics firm, who kind of catches wind of the androids and wants to uh, take them to study them so that she can improve their technology. And, and she wants to improve their technology so, because she believes that robotics should really benefit people, which is kind of an interesting idea. Uh, it's the inverse of Anne, who thinks that androids are kind of um, meant to uh, develop into their own kind of people. And so they really have this kind of ideological fight. Uh, and then I guess uh, just the fact that we have a, a girl lead character, uh, part of the inspiration of creating Anne was that um, I read a report that only one out of every three characters in live action shows is a girl, and only one out of every four in animated shows is a girl. So it's, it, there's clearly a divide, um, and I, I think it's imperative. It's imperative for kids to see themselves accurately reflected on TV. Uh, it's imperative for girls to see um, themselves as, as a scientist, as this lead kind of heroine. And I think it's, it's, it's important for boys to see that girls can do anything as well. Uh, and so we were lucky that uh, Common Sense Media listed Anne as one of their top 10 role models for 2014 across all kids shows, which certainly was uh, for us kind of icing on the cake of getting to make the show was that it's, it's actually working uh, in the sense that um, Anne is, is a role model for both boys and girls. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Now, um, you touched upon us a little bit on um, how your show does spotlight the science, technology, engineering, and math um, also and how it differs from other kids' shows. 
Now, um, and it teaches important values as well. Now, what was your motivation behind creating such an innovative show and such a different show than what's out there right now? And how important do you feel it is to teach kids science at such a young age? I, I, well, I think it's huge. I mean, I was... Um fascinated, fixated with science when I was a kid. Uh, I grew up in a smaller town, and uh, we didn't have much to do. So we, my friends and I would actually kind of um, stumble into or break into junkyards. And I've always liked that environment because it's, it's, it's so many um, – it's kind of like what people forget. It's old cars and uh, literally things that span decades. And so it, it's kind of like an archival um, uh, exploration of humanity. Uh, and so from that point, I've, I've always loved that environment. I've always loved science. I've been trying to think of a way to do a science show uh, for a long time for kids, but I, I could never get on uh, to do the science that I kind of like, which is the thrilling science of like lightning and explosions and chaos and all that stuff without uh, rightfully parents and networks being concerned that kids would possibly emulate those, those experiments. And so eventually I came on to the idea of robots and then androids, things that could do part of these experiments, some of the more thrilling or dangerous parts, uh, have pieces blown off, still show that those, that, that thing is cool, uh, but not put our kids in any uh, great danger. And also I love the idea of obviously uh, as we become more sophisticated, our relationship with technology is changing. I love that we've got three kind of main kid characters. We also have three Android characters, some of them nonverbal, that are all becoming their own people as well, uh, and they're meant to kind of reflect each kid. So Hand, which is this giant 16-foot claw character who kind of doesn't know her own strength, is, is kind of a match to Shania, uh, which is one of the kid characters who's super confident um, and, uh, you know, kind of the comedic relief of the show. Eyes is this um, small robot uh, android character that has a telescope, microscope, and binoculars. Very curious. That's uh, meant to be a reference to Nick, uh, who's the boy who kind of uh, breaks into the uh, junkyard in the first episode and discovers Anne. And then Anne is a character that is fascinated with the world and wants to figure it out. And so she's kind of a match to Pal, who's the most humanoid android that she makes, um, because Pal is this genderless robot that comes to life in the first episode and is really trying to figure out what it is to be a kid and by virtue or extension of that, what it is to be a human being. Did that answer that question at all or is that one? <laughs> Yes, it did. Okay. It answered perfectly. Now, um, you talked about some of the challenges that you faced in creating androids. Um, what were some of the other challenges that you faced in creating or just challenges in general in creating successful kids programming? And um, what are some of the other things that you did to overcome those challenges? Um, I think it, it is always hard to do something um, that people haven't done before. Um, so the fact that we had a girl lead, the fact that it was live action, the fact that it was um, uh, decidedly celebrating science, uh, those, are, those are all things that have not uh, necessarily been on TV, particularly in live action, and that, that our storylines are arced so that each, develop, uh, each story develops from one to the next. They're not standalone. You'll see um, these, these characters grow. Uh, I think tenacity, I mean, we've just kind of fought through. We really believed in this. Uh, our kid cast is spectacular. They've won awards for their acting because they're just brilliant. And they, we, we all talked a lot. I mean, uh, Addison, who plays Anne, um, talks uh, and passioned about how um, even the shows that she watches, that she doesn't see these kind of characters and she doesn't see herself on TV. 
Uh, and so it's not hard to kind of push through and fight uh, for these kids because obviously you get very close to uh, the cast because you're creating this thing together. And so when they're reflecting the challenge that you're trying to solve with the very show that they're in, it just makes it kind of a perfect storm of our team wanting to uh, fight through any kind of stereotype or prejudice that might be out there uh, that would prevent a show like this from from uh, making it to the airwaves. And we're lucky, you know, now after we've done one season, this is the second season debuting, it's been um, sold to every country around the world, save for four. It's uh, won science uh, film festival awards and the uh, top education prize at various awards. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's doing phenomenally well. Uh, and it's so nice to see because it was a concept that people thought, uh, or at least some networks thought would not, um, would not resonate with the audience. Yes, absolutely. And you touched upon the cast. Um, it does feature some awesome young talent, like you said, in the likes of Addison Howland and Jaden Dowling, um, as well as veterans like Oscar winner Gina Davis. What process did you go through to put such an amazing cast together? Um, a lot of uh, auditions. Um, the uh, the core cast, it, it really is. We just meet with everyone, and I think um, as much as it's important that, that, that they know their lines and can perform, it's also, I, I just like meeting the kid, because if they have a curious spark or something, those are things that we can develop, because you're going to spend so much time with them, and they're going to influence their character. It's always nice to find someone that's within the same sphere of the character they're playing, uh, because I think they can just influence it that much more. Um, Gina, we were so lucky, because her actually runs a Gina Davis uh, foundation that supports girls and women in media. Uh, and so we've been uh, chatting with them for a number of years during the, uh, before and during the first season of Android. And there just came an uh, opportunity for a role that was the headmistress of the online school that Anne um, goes to. And so Gina was game for it. it was, it's just obviously incredible to work with her. Uh, but, but so nice, too, that she could lend her voice uh, both behind and on camera um, for this show. Yes, indeed. And lastly, JJ, you mentioned a villain introduction and some other surprises coming in this new season, too. What else can fans of the show look forward to in the new season? Are there any other surprises that you have in store? There's a lot of surprises. We go to space. <laughs> we were inspired by, um, do you remember that story about those two teenage boys that sent a weather balloon into space? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so we actually had them on the show uh, and, and do a similar uh, experiment where Anne is sending the androids into space. Uh, we also have uh, an episode where um, the kids are trying, uh, the kids go back to school, her friends, and so she wants to stay in touch with them. And so they figure out different ways to communicate. And one of them is to launch messages via a rocket, um, a small rocket. As that rocket's flying to the school, it accidentally hits a pigeon uh, and breaks its wing. And so to solve that problem, they build it kind of a hairier jet pack. Um, so now they've got this kind of cyberd that passes messages uh, in between them. Um, there's also an episode where uh, Nick is having nightmares about dinosaurs, and we kind of do uh, uh, an in-dream episode where we get to go and watch uh, the androids interact with dinosaurs in Nick's mind, which is a little bit uh, crazy, but looks fantastic. Watching uh, our giant claw hand take on a T-Rex is probably one of the best scenes I got to film. Uh, and then, yes, this, this idea of this um, villain at this uh, robotic firm who obviously Anne looks up to, I, I kind of feel like Ada is who Anne would have become if she hadn't met Nick and Shania, who are her friends that she meets in the first episode, uh, because she's just a little bit cool and uh, detached. And that's where Anne started in season one, but has certainly changed um, as she values, increasingly values um, uh, the importance of friendship. 
Wow, that sounds like a lot of amazing things to come. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a jam-packed season. Yes, absolutely. And if your kids are not already a fan of the show Android, you'll want to get them tuned in for the new season, which will be available on Amazon Prime members starting on July 2nd. And for more information about the show, visit www.android.com. Thank you so much again, JJ. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too.